Welcome to the Loop Lifestyle Podcast, the number one podcast for diabetics who want to have their cake pop and eat it too. I'm your mentor, Stephanie Johnson. This podcast is recorded live on Instagram. We cover health, wealth, and relationships, the blueprint for transforming your life. So grab a pen and paper, take some notes. I hope you find some value in the information I'm sharing. Let's get into it. Welcome to Tilt, Transform Your Life Tuesday. I'm your mentor, Stephanie Johnson. When I was growing up, my parents set an amazing example of what it means to persevere and stick by each other. They've been together now for 38 years, but it wasn't completely without struggle. Sexual infidelity was probably one of the most forecasted and forewarned topics discussed when I became old enough to date. It was a serious matter, and it led me to feel the way I have for most of my life, that the best way to avoid sexual infidelity is to just not allow men to touch my body. Unfortunately, I wasn't always in control of who did what with my body, but that's another story. There is also another type of infidelity, and that is emotional infidelity. And it's not something that was talked a lot about. You may have heard that if you long for another person, you have as good as cheated. But what does emotional infidelity really look like? If your relationship has experienced either type of infidelity, stay tuned because we're going to talk about what went wrong and how you might be able to recover. An affair is hurtful and devastating. It ruins the trust between partners. It's like shattering a glass and then trying to pick up the pieces. Those pieces may even cut you. You may find broken shards long after you thought the mess had been cleaned up. Every relationship is unique, but there are some commonalities when it comes to affairs. They are usually a chain reaction of events that ultimately end in transgression. We've talked about requests for attention in the past, and this is really where it all begins. And this is not a simplified excuse for cheating, like, oh, my partner didn't give me enough attention, so I went elsewhere. It really is much deeper than that. If I can't count on my partner to be available when I'm in need, I'll start comparing. Comparison is the biggest killer of self-love, as my mentor always says. And it can also cause me to emotionally distance myself from my husband. If I allow that distance to foster and grow, then betrayal is inevitable, and possibly even the loss of the love that we had to begin with. And this goes both ways. If my husband needs me and I am unavailable, or I practice turning away from him instead of turning toward him by ignoring him or being pre occupied with other things, or even turning against him by being snarky or lashing back at him, and I were to do this repeatedly, you can see how he might start to feel rejected and hurt. It could foster the belief that I'm not there for him. This could also make him feel stressed out, vulnerable, insignificant, or even unwanted. The negative effects from those past requests for connection that went unanswered or even thwarted start to build up. It gets easier and easier to get into a negative state of mind, resulting in endless, stressful, and pointless arguments. This can lead to suppressed feelings and needs, which leads to avoidance of conflict and self-disclosure. When all this starts to pile up, we start investing less into our relationship and comparing more. Comparing our current relationship to what could be, to what could have been, to what might be if we had made other choices. This propels the relationship toward betrayal. Something that I used to really struggle with was the way I handled these feelings. I found myself becoming more independent and making fewer sacrifices. I came from a family of strong, independent women. Women, after all, why should I have to sacrifice what I want when I can just shut my mouth and do it all on my own? 
Commitment leads to making sacrifices and creating interdependency. So when the opposite begins to happen, the dependency on the other person diminishes and trust decreases. And that was definitely my experience. Once that person becomes completely disconnected, independent, and uncommitted, they may begin to trash their relationship instead of cherishing it. They will maximize their partner's negative attributes and minimize the positive. I work to keep our relationship thriving by thinking back on all the small moments I have that I can cherish and really appreciate. Because if I don't, the only things I will have ahead of me are resentment and loneliness. If you start to feel like your partner is self and uncaring, resentment may already be settling into the bones of your relationship. If you are comparing your partner to others or to past partners, your loneliness will be enhanced. When you are lonely, your relationship is more vulnerable. Resentment can lead to low sex drive or impersonal sex, the refusal to have sex, which can lead to partner blaming, more feelings of rejection, and ultimately an affair. Idolizing alternative relationships while becoming more independent of your partner, relying on them less to meet your essential needs, and investing less into the relationship rarely has a positive outcome. Don't let those walls build up between you and your partner. That wall is built with secrets that start as omissions, inconsistencies, lies, and then confidence violations because you are no longer concerned about harm you cause to your partner. If you are searching for others to fill your emotional gaps, you are not cherishing your relationship. You are actively turning away from your partner and turning toward others at a time when you are most vulnerable and boundaries will likely be crossed. If you have been hurt by such an event, this can even lead to PTSD. I know I have struggled a lot with everything I've been through with past relationships, and I am so thankful to have my husband of 13 years consistently by my side, the one person who is always there for me when I need him, no matter what I'm going through and always sacrificing for his family. We will continue to work to strengthen our relationship and cherish it always. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Tilt, Transform Your Life Tuesday. I appreciate every single one of you. If you are struggling with any aspect of your life, don't hesitate to reach out. The link for mentoring is in my bio on Instagram at the underscore cranky underscore panky. Have a great night and we'll chat soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you very much. If you love this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag me at the underscore cranky underscore panky for Instagram and at the cranky panky for Facebook. You can find the application for mentoring at the link in my Instagram bio at the underscore cranky underscore panky. Get your application in. We'll have a chat and see if the Have Your Cake Pop and Eat It Too program is right for you. Until next time, stay in the loop. Thank you